0: Hi! Hi! I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tina. And we're underrated! Some content in this podcast may include sparkling dialogue, cosmic energy, and blunt observations from two of the most underrated gals on the scene. And that is me and my friend Kaylee. That is me and my friend Tina. Hold on, Tina. I'm gonna put on my my big slippers because my feet are cold. Do you like Guys, If you could see the slippers Kaylee's holding up, they are luxurious. That's the only word I could use to describe. They look so cushy and I need slippers like that because it's getting to the time of the year where my feet get so fucking cold that I will literally mm-hmm. take a shower just to feel warmth on them. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a waste of time, but I need my feet to be warm. They're pillows. They're pillows. They truly are. They kind of look like a giant, like, puffy sneaker that is tie-dyed. Um, shout out to rocky powell for getting me those last year oh that's awesome yeah yeah have you been early well i'm gonna get right into it
1: tell me Uh, tell me
0: so i got this is why i'm a hypochondriac this is why i'm Mm -hmm. underrated i'm doing all of my segments (gasps) in one in one swoop some may say so Mm -hmm. i got diagnosed with tonsillitis Yay! Um, yeah, but didn't, didn't Nate Bloom get like stitches in his head or something? You like, need you to really shut the, have, Kaylee, Kaylee, <laughs> shut the fuck get, up. I'm shut the kidding. Fuck, I'm the kidding, fuck okay. up, Kaylee. So I got tonsillitis and it was really an amazing moment for me because I wasn't in a ton of pain. Like it was okay. It looked worse than it was. Yeah. And it was amazing because I wasn't gaslit by doctors. I went to urgent care and immediately they were like, oh yeah, you don't have strep, you have tonsillitis and uh, just go ahead and be on amoxicillin for 24 hours and then you're not contagious. And I was like, woo, because that was exactly what I wanted. I was like, I don't think this is strep. I think this is something else. I hope they just put me on antibiotics. Mm -hmm. Um, So everything was going my way. And then I, I emailed my director and my stage manager and I was like, I can come to rehearsal tonight and wear a mask. And they were like, no, girly, like stay, stay home and rest. So I was like, oh my God, like nice. Cause I was pretty tired from like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was taking a lot out of me and everyone was giving me a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. My roommate, Lizzie was like, oh, if you need anything, I'm here. Sam got me Italian ice. Everyone was, everyone was doting on me. Things were, it was too good to be true. Some Mm -hmm. may say, because the day after my friend Nate takes a tumble and has to get staples in his head, And everyone's, everyone's focus goes straight to Nate. My, my time in the limelight, my 15 minutes over, over as soon as they started. And it's that it's a crazy time of year. We're in the shadow period of the full moon, the combination of that and everyone's bodies being so worn down. It's just like, it was so, it was so over before it started. Nate was the first person to do something big, but now things have just been piling on. Like things are just, shit's getting crazy here. And my tonsillitis is really, really old news. Um, yeah. And that, that's, that's my spiel. I want you to know that I didn't know that you were going to bring Nate up. I was like, let me, let me bring this up. Cause she's been posting about Nate getting attention on her Snapchat story. Let me bring it up to have a laugh. I didn't know you were going there and I'm Sorry to have taken that oh, from you the, no. no the big reveal the, everybody wants no. a big reveal everyone's in on the that. joke about Nate one of my home friends I sent him like a snap memory of four years ago and he was like oh my god so funny did you hear about Nate and he this is someone who's never met Nate and I was like hilarious. I do like that everyone's in on the joke though that is hilarious um Kaylee <clears throat> what is going on with you um I'm gonna start off by why I'm underrated this week so yeah the story starts off um, you'd think this girl's not underrated because Tina you if you you know more than anyone TikTok fame you know I'll TikTok stop. fame no you do and The Office a musical parody oh she mentioned it again knock her out um did it uh, has been using their TikTok lately um I've seen I've been liking all of them thank you so much and one of our TikToks with some like I don't even know what the sound was, um, but it's I, I don't even know what it's supposed to be. But it's basically like I started off being like, hey, guys, conference room five minutes and everybody follows me out doing some weird. TikTok oh, dance. doing that like dance move. Yeah, I saw that one. It got it has one point three million views. <gasps> one point three million. three. go. Look, when I saw it, I think I saw it very early and it's and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, one point four million. It's saying now one point four million. And, we've and gotten, the one like, after it has six hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, we're like kind of, we're blowing up, right? Fuck yeah. With that comes hate. No, no. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. To to play one of the world's most hilarious characters, you know in your gut you're going to get hate. Especially Mm -hmm. if the character you're playing is a male. And right, you of course, are female. So all the comments that were like, which is probably like seventy-five of them, that were like, "Why is Michael girl, girl Michael? Did you really change Michael's gender?" Those didn't phase me. Those I mm-hmm. said, "Ha ha, laugh, laugh." The one that that hurt me and made me feel underrated was, in fact, um, that's not Michael Scott. That's Andy Bernard. For <gasps> someone to look at me in the show and think that I look like Ed Helms. No hate to that man, but as a 24-year-old woman, that hurt to my core. That hurt. I, I'm I, looking I, at another one right now that yeah. says uh, Michael actually looks like Pam. I did I did see her as well as so that person. I said thank you. I'll take Jennifer, but Jennifer is beautiful. Um another one said are we not going to talk about how Michael has that dump truck um, in regards to my butt? And to them, I say, eyes up, eyes up, sorry. eyes up, eyes up. But just so you know, dump truck, it, it, it sounds really negative, but it's actually really positive. It always is. There was one that said dump truck. And then one that said, uh, Michael's got that little fatty, but oh. little oh. LIL. Oh. Um, and I was like, okay. Amazing, and then comment. I had to stop get the comments because I said, "Kaylee, what are you gonna do? What? Well, how oh. is? How is? Uh, we'll get into this later. But how is Jake Gyllenhaal feeling this week? Oh, <laughs> you know. Oh. Um. So that is why I felt underrated. I felt underrated by the Ed Helms comment of it all. Um. But yeah, that was that. I'm replying to some of these comments. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Don't wait. There was one that was so funny, Tina. Oh my God. Immediately, immediately they go, do you want to reconsider posting this? Okay. I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, stop it. Some of them were funny. Someone said, that's not Michael, that's Michelle. And I was like, that is funny to me. You're like, okay, true. oh, Oh, there was one guy. Oh, I screenshotted it because it made me laugh so hard. Obviously he's so in the wrong. Um, and just a typical boy but he said why is michael woman no woman could be that funny and i (gasps) him i say chris phillips 108 you suck i where where i can't i want to find that comment so i could be like what if i told you it's not a man but actually mindy kaling writing a lot of the funniest lines on that show did you know Uh, oh i know i get so mad i get so fucking mad because women are, I, I sounded like I was literally going to do Saoirse Ronan's I literally was a, saying that. Women? Yet. No, it, women are the funniest motherfuckers true. ever. True. And it, it, when people say women are funny, I know I, I'm not saying anything new here. We've definitely talked about it here before. But I'm like, literally, go fuck yourself. <laughs> literally. Please, please, kindly. I'm begging. I'm begging you mm-hmm. to go oh my god that that made me mad but huge for the office musical to be blowing up on tiktok and there were a lot of positive comments for sure for sure agreed agreed um and then i'm being a hypochondriac this week because it's more this is more broad for me but it's like you know it's happened to me like a couple times this week where you'll just like move the wrong way and get like a random pain like just sharp pain somewhere and you're like (gasps) what Mm -hmm. is that um but then it like doesn't happen again like you'll get one in your back or, like, your chest, or, like, your arm. Mm-hmm. It's like, what was yeah. that? Um, so those have been stressing me out. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Should we get into this topic? We'll I I really can't wait. Me either. Guys, the topic of this week is underrated, never getting over anything, an homage to Taylor Swift's re-recording of Red. Mm-hmm. Taylor's version. I am obsessed <sighs> I am obsessed. Um, can I ask where you were when you watched, when you first listened to the 10 minute version? Yes. I was hanging out with friends to the wee hours of the morning and they leave and it was 12.07. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, Ashley, I'm up with my roommate, Ashley, a swift. Uh, she is the one who really, really got me into Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, she go, I go, oh, it's 12.07. All too well. Ten minute version is out, and she goes, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I open Spotify. I open Spotify. It's crashing. It's crashing. 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 Okay. Fuck! What do I do now? I go, "Okay." I open YouTube. We're four minutes into it on YouTube. It, YouTube. Like <gasps> my phone dies. We get Ashley's phone. We do it. We sat there with our jaws dropped at mm-hmm. the new lyrics. Our jaws dropped. We were. Yeah. We were laughing. We were covering our mouths like, <gasps> We couldn't believe. Where were you? Uh, I was doing something very similar. I was actually having a sleepover at my apartment. And um, I did have a Swifty in the room with me. And I was like, let's listen to this. And so we kind of just. Huh? Was it Hannah? (gasps) Yeah. How do (gasps) you know? I don't know. Hannah Mullally? Yeah. That's so crazy. It was. What the hell? Oh, my God. (laughs) That was weird. Sorry, I seem so shocked, but I was like, oh, how random that you knew it was Animal Alley. Yeah. Um, so um her ride and I listened to it and uh, uh my my mouth dropped at all the iconic parts that people are dropping of at right you now. Uh the what is it? The the supposed to be fun turning twenty-one. Twenty-one. Like, oh my god, uh, that got in me. Do you know her song The Moment I Knew? Mm-mm. It's an underrated, <laughs> it, whenever I, I actually say underrated a conversation on the show, I'm like, um, <laughs> it's an underrated one on red because it's not, it's not like amazing, but it's all about her birthday party her and yeah, and it's about her, like, you know, kind of the whole night keeping a happy face, but then her good friends follow her to the bathroom. Cause they know something's wrong. And she starts crying and she's like, he said he'd be here. Like he really said he'd, he'd be here. And, and she's like, and and she was like, it was like slow motion. Like she talks about that whole night. So when I heard that lyric in the song, I was like, it was her 21st. And then, and I'm not the first person to say it, but no wonder she was so excited to turn 22 and and get that and get that new birthday energy. The thing for me is uh, I will say up front that in regards to being a Swifty, I like love Taylor Swift as a girl for sure. And I l- love her music when I do listen to it. I just haven't like really take like headfirst diving into an album of hers mm-hmm. probably since Speak Now. So right. I've been I, I haven't I, I don't even know if I, I don't think I have fully listened to Red, not Taylor's version. Yeah. Um, so. But I'm always here to stand her. But I will say that very day, I did watch for the first time "Love and Other Drugs." Uh, with have you seen? No, but I know that's Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. That's so Jake how Gyllenhaal. did that feel? How did that all marinate in your brain? It did was. It work? At, there was a point where I felt anti-woman later in the day right. not because I was against Taylor Swift but because I did watch him in this like drama romantic dark comedy type thing earlier in the day and I loved that man in the right. movie um so I was like oh my god I like feel like I don't really watch Jake Joan all that much like what, what a sweet cute boy and then sure enough shit. that very night shit really hits the fan for him And so, but I I was like, well, uh, are we mad at him? And everybody's like, yes. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I'm like totally pro-Taylor here. Don't get me wrong. But I did have feelings for Jake Gyllenhaal that day. Probably still have some. Yeah, and I don't think people should be mad at you for that because that's exactly what Taylor was experiencing, Mm -hmm. those feelings for him. I was talking, a quick aside on the term Swifty, Mm -hmm. I really love and enjoy a lot of Taylor's music. I feel it would be disrespectful to call myself a Swifty because the true Swifty, the true Swifties, they are in the trenches. They, they are doing a lot of work that I personally would not be able to do. She has a huge, she has a huge catalog of music. I do not know all of it. They know all of it. They know every word. They're the, they're staying up all night, making conspiracy videos the the night stuff drops like there I would never call myself a Swifty because they are doing they're doing a lot of work and I also have had my moments with Taylor where I'm like "Mm, this isn't for me and a true Swifty would never would never they don't Um, turn their back on her I have I've done that as well Um, I've turned my back and Swifties lead me to believe that I hate women because of it and I the thing about them is I'm like maybe you're right (laughs) You're very convincing. (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe Um, you're right. I saw a girl post and I was like, this is I am who turned her back. They're like, how dare like all the quarantine Swifties because that's what I am. I really got into her like last year and everything. They're like, how dare the quarantine Swifties like enjoy this with us like you didn't survive like 2016 twitter and i was like oh my god yeah like Taylor, like everyone was calling her a snake that shit was crazy and i was not i wasn't a warrior for her i didn't really care yeah i didn't Um, care i was very indifferent and maybe i should have but i had other stuff going on and she also hasn't done i don't know i feel like i shouldn't say anything anti-taylor on the pod because i feel like people will will be upset but there, Taylor has been wrong yeah. um, She's been wrong Even uh, Las Culturistas They explain it very very well Where there's, there's Taylor songs. And that's the guitar strumming Lyricist mm-hmm. And there's Taylor And that's the strut down the runway At the tour personality And, and there's Taylor Swift And Taylor Swift yeah. And sometimes w- she lets Taylor Take the hold too much And yeah. she'll do something She'll do something hasty where I'm like, Taylor, uh, I don't, I don't know. And they did say on their red episode, cause they made one. And I stopped listening after five minutes. Cause I was like, I shouldn't listen to this before we do our episode. Cause I want to have all my own original ideas, but I had thought it independently. And then they said it where they said, red is the perfect intersection of Taylor and Taylor. Mm-hmm. Like that is where she, she shines. Yeah. Um, but Jake Gyllenhaal, anyone would be messed up yeah me, I want to say John Mayer has been getting the treatment that really Jake Gyllenhaal should have been getting yeah well we'll find out because oh dear John 20 uh, minute version. His, his time is coming I do believe um but here's the thing that so never letting go of anything is the topic of the step. and sometimes I think that is what And this is, this episode, I don't want this to turn into a hate on Taylor, but this is why this is underrated is because I think that's where she loses people sometimes where she's like, uh, no, 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 no. Bring it back 2011. Let's see it again. And some people are like, can't you just let it go? And she's like, no, No. actually cannot check it out. Uh, here's a longer version. And I want to say, I think it's because she has a cancer moon. When I found out Taylor has a Cancer Moon, I said, "No wonder, yeah, she can never get over things." Because as a Cancer son, I'll never get over anything, ever. Uh, yeah, I don't forget a single thing. Uh, I do not a forget at all. Yeah, no, and no. I also think that part of why it's not—it's not that she's not letting. Like, I don't know. People are like, is she really still so pissed about this breakup? And I'm like, if I was 19 and a 30-year-old man took my virginity, I think that's what happened. Yeah. And I think Taylor's at this point pretty much said it to us plainly that that's what happened. <laughs> Maybe I'd be mad at 19.
1: Yeah.
0: But at, thir- how old is she now? Like 30? Probably the same her- age that he was. Probably the same age he was. I'd be like, oh, you, you piece of shit. It hits different when you're old enough and you're like, oh, my God, that was I cannot imagine dating a 19 year old at my age. Like, you're gross. You're gross for that. I can't imagine dating a 19 year old at at 24. No, I can't imagine dating a 19 year old. I'm 21. Like, what what was he up to? A successful actor? As we've said, he's very handsome. He's very charming. He's very talented. What the hell did he want with a 19 year old girl? I don't know. I don't to be know. her world. Exactly. Exactly. And and when you watched um the movie, the short film, here right. was here was my thing and tell me what I really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. At the end when it was Taylor reading the book, I said and this is this is no hate to Taylor. I said, did we need the character change though? I knew that this girl was working Mm -hmm. through the eyes of Taylor I felt that it wasn't like a but again I have not I have not been there from the beginning so maybe that was huge for Swifties everywhere but for me personally I was just like I didn't need this yeah I I thought I kind of thought that too I thought it was kind of hitting mail overhead yeah but I think that that is what Taylor is known for in her music videos. Mm. I think she says, I will spell this out for you. That's why I say I'm, I can say with pretty, I can say very confidently, Jake Gyllenhaal took that girl's virginity because she told us as much. She, <laughs> she, told us she, much. She, she illustrated it so clearly. Yeah. I want to say that little Sadie Sink who mm. played young Taylor, so good, so, so good. pretty. And It so worked because I was watching them make out and I was like, ah, she's so young. She's so young. Yeah, Dylan O'Brien with that scruff. I was like- That (gasps) scruff. No, because I was like, oh, she's so young. Like, why would they do that? And then I was like, why would Jake Gyllenhaal do that? Yeah, yeah. It makes, and it it makes things make sense to you. And not to make this about Dylan Mm O'Brien, but- I think this is like his, his renaissance, some would say, Um, (laughs) because have you been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. Is he on Curb Your Enthusiasm? He's on the new season and he's making me cackle. That's Um, so funny. I know. And now he's in this. I'm like, he's like, he had his sweet teen wolf days where everybody was like, look at the sweet boy. And now he's coming up full adult. Oh Um, my God. So for him, good for him, good for him. Good for him. Oh my god! And I, I will say, people have been like, "Oh, are you?" So now everyone's gonna cancel Jake Gyllenhaal. Everyone's mad at Jake Gyllenhaal, and I'm like, it's not really about Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It's about how many. Like this is hitting because so many girls, in their early twenties, or God forbid, teens, even. Ugh, End up in relationships with men in their late, late 20s, early 30s. There's a reason this is hitting so much, and it's because everyone's saying, Oh my God, this is yeah. gross. And I I love that we're talking about it and addressing this because it's like now maybe people won't do this. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I mean, definitely not, and it will continue forever. Um, but right. <laughs> fingers crossed. I will say my FYP the other day on TikTok. I was like, what, what did I do for this? Because there was a video. Do you ever just get a video where you're like, what did I view to get this on my FYP? I don't understand. And it was a girl and she was like, I'm 19. And guess how old my boyfriend is. And it was like 48. And I was like, what, what did she say? Um, And then boyfriend comes into frame. And I was like, now that she reeled me in and I watched this, I don't want videos like this on my FYP I'm disgusted you know what I mean yeah Uh, sometimes I have that on TikTok where I'm like I get scared I'm like what did I do to give you guys the impression I'd be interested in this maybe it was the Taylor of it all definitely the Taylor of it all because I bet people were commenting stuff like bestie go listen to all too well Taylor's version and so yeah sometimes that's what happens um Speaking of it being Taylor's version, I have to say, I don't know if it's just because we know what lyrics were added or what, but there is the part of the song where it seems like she is piling on one after another. And it made me laugh out loud when I first heard it, even though it is devastating. It's gutting because it literally sounds like she turns around and she's like, and another thing. (laughs) Because the part that it's like some actress asking me what happened, you that's what happened, you you who charmed my dad. Like it's every every that section of the song, it's like everything sounds like it could be like a walking away moment, and then it's like another thing. Yeah. And I have to say, Mr. Swift, if you if this is true, if you were charmed by Jake Gyllenhaal, Mm -hmm. you dropped the fucking ball yeah you dropped the ball mr swift what were you thinking if there were if i was 19 brought home a 30 year old man there is not a thing he could say to Dad make loves. john valamis laugh to make he'd he'd have an easier time making a pig fly i that is what i have to say about that mr swift yeah i agree 100 percent um my my dad would never. If anything, he'd sit there quietly, um, and then as soon as this person left, he'd be like, "And another thing." Um, so I can't I can't imagine. But I maybe her dad was just saving face while he was there, and then afterwards was like, "Hey, girly, what the heck?" What the yeah, heck? because dads, she... dads take it harder than moms sometimes. I think. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. That's take it harder than moms at times. I do want to bring up that Taylor does have like kind of an obsession with family. I would yeah, say. I do too though. No, me, me too. But like an obsession with her family and boyfriend's family. Cause oh, okay. in her lyrics, she's always like, Oh, we went to your sister's house. Your mom was showing me pictures. Oh, my dad said this. My mom thinks I lost my mind. Uh, how's your family? Oh, yeah. uh, in Champagne Problem, she talks about her sister. Like, she is always bringing up family. And I was looking at her birth chart. And she has Cancer Moon and then a lot of Capricorn placements. And those, Cancer and Capricorn are, like, both very much about family and everything. And also, like, if you say it, mean it. And I so yeah. I think that family is a big deal to her. People meeting her family is a big deal to her. So if she knows people's families, she's like, I thought we were going to get married. Yeah. I think that is what she feels, and I. Did do? Have you ever had this experience where you like, are mad someone met your family? Like, I remember, after one breakup, I was like, I'm just disgusted thinking that he like, knows my mom. Like, fuck you, you de- You don't deserve to know Pat. Um. You don't deserve. You don't deserve to know the magic that is my mom. My family. How do I work? My family. Um, I. I think until I am walking down the aisle to someone, my my family will not be like, okay, we're addicted to you. Like, I think they'll wait until the I do's have been said and then they'll be like, and we're obsessed. Hey, how are you? You know, but beforehand they're going to be like kind, loving, whatever, but they won't fully be there. So I don't think that I'd be like, I can't believe they met my family. Like what the, I think I'd be like, I'm embarrassed for myself that I let you be around because my family watched that and maybe they were laughing at me is I feel like that's my <laughs> you know what I mean? like that's yeah how, that's how I felt with like high school boyfriends past you know where I'm like yeah. just like oh what the heck but does that make sense no yeah that does make sense my my dad's biggest thing was always he which I appreciated when I was younger and still appreciate my mom and dad's attitude because they're always like we like someone as much as you do. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they're just like, if they're, if everything's going well, we like them. But if you break up, you break up. Like I remember I've had a lot of friends. This has never happened to me. Thank God. Well, actually kind of did to a degree, but like, uh, some of my friends and loved ones, they'll have their boyfriend's family say to them, like, oh like if you guys broke up like we'd be pissed at him like we love you more than him like that shit and I'm like oh my god like yeah that is don't say that to people no for sure for sure that's always that is something that's weird is like when I have broken up with people in the past I'm like is our family mad at me (laughs) are you guys mad at are you mad at me and, you know, in your heart, you want to think, no, but like, probably it's like you broke up with my child. Probably I'm annoyed. <laughs> like, you are my child's I'm feelings. I'm probably disappointed for sure. So, can't, I, can't blame them. I remained friends. Uh, I, because I, I was friends before with one of my high school boyfriends, his sister. Mm-hmm. And she, and she would tell me that the families, feelings on on things and we were she we were like buddies it was fine but she said that one time uh they were like oh my god would would Tina date him again like such a good influence and I was like oh that and I I think she said it in the nicest way but I was like oh I'm not like a tutor that's so funny (laughs) it made it made me laugh have you ever gotten a text from a boyfriend's parents after breaking up no, thank God, no one has my number. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That I did get that. I got birthday text.
1: Oh um, yeah,
0: where it was like, but it was a very nice text, and then I was like, okay, you're not mad at me, I think, but still, yeah, I'd never be sure. Um, I think if I have a son, I'll never. And he's straight, and he's straight, and he's straight. He can be whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Putting that on the record now, if my future son is listening and is like, oh no, yeah, I'm scared to tell my mom the truth. And my son could be whoever he (laughs) wants to be. Um, But whoever he dates, I'll never be mad at the person I don't think. Because I understand, especially being so young, it's like, what are you going to do? Be mad? My mom gets mad. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I feel like mom's, I think moms get mad after like, if like a boy hurts you or something, but like dads will like stay silent about it, but like, they'll do like the real, like I had my dad pick me up once from a football game to where I was supposed to be meeting this guy. It's that always I was dating, the football games. Of course. And he didn't show up. Um, and this was hit like his school. And so my dad picked me up And he didn't like I was like oh my god my dad's gonna be like so mad about this like he's gonna be like annoyed with this kid whatever. My dad like kept it cool because I was very upset about it Mm -hmm. and just was super nice to me on the car ride home and just like made sure I was okay kind of vibe. Like dad's coming clutch there. Well they'll be mad about other stuff but like in those situations they'll be okay. Like Mm -hmm. he changed I remember my first First high school breakup ever so stupid but of course when you're like 15 somebody tells you you they love you. okay look at me bring it back um but this is the kid that said uh, you had lice he had broken up and i was yes of course Uh, (laughs) shout out to him and my and when we had broken up i was like crying about it or whatever sad wah wah and my dad uh Came into my room and was like, Hey, do you want me to change your Facebook status on Facebook first before he has a chance? And I just, I will never forget that. And I was like, Yeah, that'd be great, actually. I was like on the phone with friends, like, you know, working through it. And my dad changed his so Facebook cute. status for me. I know. So, like, dad's coming clutch there. That's that's first turn. No, Where we're like, Dad's moms coming like, clutch. What's our address? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. My, my mom was like, like in high school, she would just be like, saw him wearing those stupid fucking flip-flops. And I was like, mom. (laughs) That's so funny. No, my, my, and my dad would, he would always say, I said always the football games because he was like, Oh, I always, he was like, I'd always say hi. And they couldn't look me in the eye. Like he would say that about me and my sister's ex-boyfriends at high school. He's like, I'd always say hi and be nice cuz that's worse cuz they that's wouldn't look at me in the eye hilarious. and i was like oh my god i'm like i think they just probably had bad manners <laughs> us telling these stories so vividly shows that we we are like, cancers we are cancers and we never forget anything we never let anything go <laughs> we never let anything go and it's like it doesn't what's crazy is it doesn't have to mean you're still hurting over it literally i was talking cuz it about doesn't lice kid i said something about him the other day um as a joke, and Howard, my my current boyfriend, says to me, wow, this kid, like, really must have did you in, huh? Like, you you mentioned him many times before in our relationship. I'm like, oh, no, I just, just, like, don't forget this stuff. Like, I'm not mad about it. No hate. Uh, That was nearly 10 years ago. It's comedy now, but I'll never forget. Because I feel like that's the thing. As someone, as anyone with cancer placements, and also, like, just a performer or artist of any so you just remember all this stuff and it doesn't have to still hurt you or anything it's just still material and that's why i get so confused when people are like i can't believe taylor swift's still not over yeah him and i'm like obviously she's over him she's been she is basically like like she's with this guy for joe for like years and years i was like you don't have to be oh <gasps> i thought of my thesis for this podcast okay you don't have to let go of something to be over mm-hmm. something yeah there you go that's good tina because i these things when i tell stories or whatever i don't give a shit but i'll yeah, remember that's it what don't get yeah. that's what people don't get that's like, what people don't get by people howard. um by people out you mean howard it. but i mean you <laughs> No, but people were posting and being like, she looks like a clown, like talking about this stuff that happened like all these years ago. And I'm like, she's an artist. And also, I feel like people don't understand the concept of the re-recordings and what she's doing. I'm like, she doesn't want to have to relive every era of her life. And also, as exhibited by Joe Jonas, there's a graceful way Mm -hmm. to be in on it he's when mr perfectly fine came out he was in on the joke his wife was posting about it being like bumping this whatever because he was shitty when he was 17 and yeah. it seems as though he's not shitty anymore so he's in on the joke jake gyllenhaal however is now 42 married or dating uh, a 25 year old so yeah it seems as if you have character development and you move past everything you can be in on the joke yeah but- I do have a co-worker um a new co-worker at my uh restaurant job who told me that at her old restaurant Jake Gyllenhaal was a regular there and would like ask to sit in her section um just because like they had introduced themselves and he was like I don't want to do different server kind of vibes like I know this girl let's go let's go and she said he'd come in every week every other week always with a different girl and then he started bringing in pretty consistently the same girl who's the girl he's dating now but she was like I mean it was pretty steady how every time he was with a different girl she said maybe he has a lot of cousins but (laughs) laugh. but maybe he uh. has a lot of cousins no it's and he can do whatever he wants, whatever but he wants. so can so can so can Taylor. She could write about whatever she wants, do whatever she wants. Yeah, I will say it is pretty easy to not be thirty and take a nineteen-year-old girl's virginity and then break oh, up shit. with her three months later on her and not come to her birthday party. Yeah, it's pretty easy. People do it every day. He yeah. could have not done that to Taylor Swift. I I agree with that statement. I agree with that statement. <clears throat> oh, I'm trying to think of other things I wanted to unpack. Um, were you part of the community analyzing every everything in the in the music video? I don't. Sometimes those are they seem like such a far reach for me, but mm-hmm. also could make total sense. So I I don't know. Like there was one where it's like this one isn't that far a reach, but I was like, ah, well, you know what? No, I guess those are correct. I don't know. It gets so confusing for me because like, I feel like nothing in film is accidental, but then I'm like, hmm, some stuff is though. Ever seen that yeah. like Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Like, Have you ever seen the Jordan Peele interview where they were like, get out. She's eating the, the cereal and milk separate, like mm-hmm. because of like separating, like, yeah. And, and Jordan Peele was like, oh, no, I just thought of, like, the weirdest thing someone could do. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. I'm like, am I, I being know. that person that Jordan Peele's laughing at? <laughs> Probably. I, I definitely am. I am. I can't tell with that stuff. It gives me a literal headache. Maybe you could see me, like, the distress on my face. But, like, those videos, I get Symbolism. so stressed because I'm like, is this real? Are you talking Thank about you. the wine glass? Um. I don't know the wine. I was talking about the ring on her finger, where they were like it was a purity ring, and then in the second half of the movie, the movie she doesn't have a ring on, which shows that Jake took her virginity. And oh like, my god, I didn't see that one jewelry. I just like I don't know. I did not see that. That and also that Taylor Swift was never part of purity ring culture. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I was talking about at the dinner party scene where he famously drops her hand. Um her wine glass is full like mm. she hasn't touched it and some people were like it's because she wasn't 21 yet like so it's showing like she wasn't 21 like she couldn't drink and some people were like no like taylor has said on the record like she only likes white wine so it was showing like he didn't care like what her favorite type of wine was and everything <laughs> And can't. It, was, can't. it was so funny i what did what did you think about the argument scene in the middle of the of the music video i i was like this is th- i i felt like it was acting too scene for me that is so funny you say that i literally thought it was like something i'd be watching in the class it was just and it wasn't hate to them no they did a great job yeah they just i feel like they didn't have a lot of time because this was a little short um it just felt like it was like no i'm fine I'm fine. And I feel like for me, when I'm doing the I'm fine game, there's like 20 more minutes of I'm fine. (laughs) So to go from I'm fine to you dropped my hand. I was like, okay, that went like so quickly. And then like, I just like it went for it was just like a roller coaster, but so so quick that I like couldn't do it. And I don't know, the script was kind of strange. Literally, I'm not here to drag. This. Oh, really, I did hate. enjoy. I love it, this. I've been obsessed, but I am comforted to hear you agree with that because yeah. I was like, this feels like a class scene because it's also very common to do like a breakup or fighting. Yeah, in the kitchen, especially in the like kitchen, while doing yeah. the dishes. Like, it, yes, it was very, uh very typical, I would say. Yeah. But also typical in the sense that I'm like, this is definitely a fight they had. Yeah. And people continue to have everywhere, every day. Every day. Um, I'm trying to think. I've just been listening to the song nonstop, the 10-minute version. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any other lines I really wanted to get your take on. Oh, what do you think about the whole... What do you think she meant by adding fuck the patriarchy? Tossing me the car keys, fuck the patriarchy, keychain on the ground. Because the first time I heard it, I was like... What, t- Taylor what because I know that girl will only add the f-bomb if she sees extremely necessary so I was wondering why there um I'm interested to hear what you thought and then I'll tell you what I think to be honest I have really minimal thoughts about it because I do, that's the thing with this girl is I don't know like it was such an interesting part for it because it was like it, fuck the patriarchy like i i didn't at first with the other lyrics around it i was like is it like playful like toss me the keys fuck the patriarchy. like woman in the driver's seat like eh we were always skipping town like the, it seemed like the good vibes moment but i was like yeah i just don't i but to, you're right to drop to drop the f-bomb i'm like there has to, in my gut i'm like there has to be another reason for it that's what so I, I don't know <laughs> that's what i think and in the i also envisioned it playful tossing me the car keys yeah um but then in the music video he's like throwing them at her throwing them at her after like a fight it seems or he's mad or something and that is when i think the theory that he threw her the keys in a rude way Mm -hmm. whatever and his keychain says fuck the patriarchy and it's the irony like yeah oh fuck the patriarchy yet you're bad to women yeah that, to me, makes the most sense. But I, I was mulling over. I was like, why would she say fuck the patriarchy right here and right now? Like, this isn't a girl power yeah, anthem. Um, but I think that's the, the version that makes the most sense to me. Truly, can you imagine being 19, dating a 30-year-old man? No. Yeah. Yeah. Normalize not I getting over get anything, because I'm not over that that happened. Because 19, you just... This all came out and everything when I was 12. When you're 12, you think 19 is an adult. You don't understand. Yeah. I literally, I'm 24 years old. That makes me want to throw up to say. Um, And even 24, I'm like 30. That's pretty old. Like, I don't know. No, I'm saying on the record, I'm just thinking about them being in a car. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not ready to be a parent because this is really stressing me out. Well, I'm definitely not ready to be a parent. (laughs) for a lot of reasons but like i'm just like oh my god when your child is 19 like how do you handle that situation when they're like i'm dating a 30 year old man i'd be like no you're not no you're not false you are not (laughs) but you can't and you if you fight them so hard on it maybe that's what mr swift was going through he was like if i fight her so hard on this right now yeah i might alienate her and then she won't feel safe telling me things oh so hard this yeah if anything this video has caused me stress from I feel like I have more questions I think people left feeling like they had answers but I have questions I have questions I also I, I really want to know what was the scarf ever real <laughs> I think it was there are literally pictures of them wearing the same scarf so I'm like right? is that your scarf and you're upset about it yeah, just what what a chokehold this album and this song has on the culture right now yeah. that I know for sure we're talking about the same two pictures of them wearing yeah. the scarves and Maggie wearing this, and uh, Taylor wearing this scarf with Maggie Gyllenhaal, therefore cementing that, like, yeah. that was the one. Also, if you're Maggie Gyllenhaal, are you like, did you fuck that child in yeah. my apartment? What... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at that point, because I, I think the scarf is real and also a metaphor for her virginity. Yeah, I do think the scarf is real as well. Speaking of metaphor for virginity, when she says crumpled up piece of paper lying here, mm-hmm. doesn't that remind you of that like famous Catholic amazing thing to do for women when it's like you have to crumple up something or chew gum and it's like, see how you can never make that the same? oh classic class in reference to virginity that amazing that amazing thing to do to young women (laughs) that amazing thing to do to the young women oh my gosh I like didn't there are there was no sex education like I remember there was like a big like talk in middle school where they like sent home like a paper just being like we're starting it was some what is it called family life is that the name of the I class? Don't I don't know. It was something weird, but it was like home sex ec? education. No, it wasn't home. Oh, ec no, class. not home. Ec. <laughs> um, but I don't know. They sent home like they made it like this big thing. And I remember literally they did not explain a thing about sex, literally at all. They were like, boys have parts and girls have parts, and w- sometimes the parts create a child don't do it till you're married though and everybody was like vibes education at its finest and it's like what what was the big the way they were sending this paperwork home you'd think that they were gonna have someone doing it in front of us like I didn't understand it was like the complete opposite. opposite the two things I remember about sex ed in public school were uh our our teacher our health teacher who she was like very blunt and everything mm. and we had to say like abstinence was the only way to not get pregnant from set like we had to oh say like abstinence gosh. and we were like what about like x y and z and she was like Ugh. technically what they want us to teach is like the only way to 100 percent guarantee you won't get pregnant is by not having sex and we were all like but what and she was like i I know technically that's the only way like she looks so tired she's just (laughs) like I don't I don't know and then she said some and then in class one day she said like yeah if you have oral sex like you're not a virgin like and all the boys in my class cheered (laughs) that's hilarious it was it was really funny (laughs) that's so funny health in my health in my high school was uh such a such a trip oh those were the days man now look at us old women old and yet still not old as jake gyllenhaal was when he took 19 year old taylor swift's virginity and on that note and on that note never let go of anything you can get over things without letting go of them or forgetting agreed did we cross the line probably well I was gonna say probably but I don't even remember where but not even against Jake Gyllenhaal against probably Swifties we probably did something I I think so I think probably don't be mad at us she's a person and she's she's made mistakes and she knows that and we know that so it's okay I watched Miss Americana I really liked it (laughs) don't be mad guys don't be mad Tina what's overrated to you overrated to me is i don't i don't know like people there's people who get such bad like i i get it if you feel left out of a cultural moment Uh but either get on the bus or stay quiet about it yeah people who have been like ugh when everyone's obsessed with red but like i don't care about it i'm like okay so either obviously you're having fomo so either like get on board and like join the hype train or stay yeah. quiet about it. There's nothing interesting about like chiming in to be like, ha ha, I don't get what's happening right now. Like my friend, my friend Maggie, she she is not, you know, she wasn't on the Taylor train and she was tweeting, I'm getting such bad FOMO mm-hmm. with about this. And then she listened to it and now is on the hype train. And I'm like, yeah. you could all, you could all do what Maggie did and join the hype train. No one's going to be mad at you. I think I literally did the same thing as Maggie because I was yeah. I, I I I'm not like I said, I'm not a, a I haven't been a diehard. I haven't been there from the beginning. Even though some would say I have because I did my grandma found out that she was like, this is when Taylor like was first coming out and she was opening for Rascal Flats. And so I went to the Rascal Flats concert to watch Taylor Swift and then I left after she opened for them. <laughs> Classic. Oh. Classic. sorry to the rascal
1: sorry to them. no
0: I really do think this song the 10 minute version it's like this will get you on the train like a uh, friend of the pod former guest Sam Rogers mm-hmm. he I was like is Taylor Swift your culture and he was like no not really and I was like oh well like I do think you should like listen to this just because it's a cultural moment and I'm explaining to him about how it's like the best breakup song
1: yeah. ever
0: and he was like who, who what is it about like who'd you break up with I was like Jake Gyllenhaal and he was like oh my god I'd never get over it. like no wonder so I do think it's like a really big access point for anybody yeah <laughs> that's so funny oh my god Hailey what do you find to be overrated um the just the weather um right. I honestly I don't mind when it's cold if I can just put on my winter jacket but if I If it's cold like fifteen days in a row, and then I go outside and I just don't even check the weather because I assume it's going to be freezing, and I put on my winter coat and I'm dripping in sweat because it's sixty degrees today. I can't, I can't keep doing this. I can't Pick pick one. Pick one. Is daylight savings wiping you out? Um, I don't love that it gets um dark so quickly. Um, but because we're in the season of uh Christmas we are sorry i'm not apologizing even though i did i just did um we are in the season of christmas (laughs) we're in the season of christmas so that is fine with me because i'm like oh i just have my christmas tree on i'll turn that on for light. no worries but when christmas is over i will be miserable and that's, that's how tip. I feel too I keep saying to my roommates because we have a little Christmas setup and I'm like <laughs> is it crazy to not want to take this down after because no. I feel like it it makes me feel so cozy and happy with the cold and dark and I'm like ah, what's gonna happen yeah it's the absolute best I love having my Christmas decorations is that our ep yes love you oh. girly Love you, girly. Miss you dearly. Everybody be sure to follow us on Instagram at xo, Twitter at xo. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It means the world. Please. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.